Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I am so excited because this month we are focusing much of what we're talking about on the program on LinkedIn and how to really use it to our benefit as a professional, as a job seeker, as, you know, as a way to connect with our peers from around the world, as a way to build our networks, all of these various things. And, and you know, so that's, I have so much fun because I love LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn is the professional site. You're not going to see a lot of the posts that you see on Facebook, heaven forbid. Um, but it is so much fun to be able to talk with experts this month on how to really, truly optimize your use of LinkedIn. And I tell you what, I'm learning so much. So please join me in welcoming today's guest, Tony Bubb, to our program today. Welcome, Tony. Thank you so much, Deb, for having me. I'm so excited about this. I love it. We were chatting before the program and we thought, oh, we're just going to get along really well. (laughs) Um, So let me tell people a little bit about you and then we'll dive into this because it's going to take the the full time to, to really cover this topic. So Tony Bubb, known as the professional lover of life on LinkedIn, quit her job over six years ago and moved to an island without plans or knowing anyone. She literally booked the flight from work, went to the airport, and picked up a suitcase and some clothes in Miami. After attempting to get two tech startups off the ground, going through a spiritual awakening, and hearing other people's stories, she discovered her superpower. Tony uses healing and transformational coaching to help thought leaders and businesses gain clarity in their brand and services, and she can do it quickly. Tony makes the process fun along the way by incorporating engaging content where she is known to sing, rap, get serious, and make you laugh, creating sustainable results. Tony is an impact and creative consultant who loves serving people and brands that are making a difference in our world, but most importantly, in our souls. So again, Tony, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. You know, we really are going to have so much fun talking today. And, you know, and, and it is about, we, we have to be healthy here and here before we can be successful in business. You know, right. and, and so that's what I love is you really do a combination of I these do. things. Um, so tell us a little bit more how you really did discover that this was your passion in life. Yeah. Well, like I said, after I kind of went to the island and was going through my own transformation and a lot of frustration because I had gotten burned out and my body was falling apart. So I wasn't even 30 and I had chronic uh, anxiety, panic attacks daily. And I was trying to find natural ways to cure myself. And it was, I spent thousands, probably tens of thousands of dollars trying to solve that. And out of that came eventually a solution, which was one of my tech startups. And I tried getting that, that off the ground. And as I was promoting it, I started to write about my experiences on LinkedIn and eventually started to do video. Mm. And I found that it was very healing for me to talk about these experiences. Mm-hmm. But then also people were making changes just because they read a piece of my content or wow. they saw one of my mm-hmm. videos. And people started to reach out to me to ask them to coach them. Now, mm-hmm. I've always coached throughout my career. Mm-hmm. I've been a hiring manager and a recruiter, mm-hmm. but I was trying to get a tech startup off the ground. So I was like, okay, I'll take on a couple of clients. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was interesting. It wasn't until last year that I really started to see this pattern that almost everyone that I was coaching mm-hmm. was going through this very similar pattern. Mm-hmm. And that's when I discovered it was so much deeper it's mm-hmm. not just life coaching. It's not just career coaching. It's mm-hmm. transformational coaching. Right. And I was seeing people go through an awakening that mm-hmm. 
once they had this aha moment, they couldn't go back. Mm. And many of them were wanting Mm -hmm. to start their own businesses or they Mm -hmm. already had their own businesses, Mm -hmm. but they were stuck and they couldn't. I would ask them, what do you do? And they couldn't clearly state what they do and how they do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I kind of do. Yeah. You know, not, not good. <laughs> no, no. And, and a lot of these people, and I started to discover, I was attracting people that were in the wellness industry mm-hmm. that were other healers or coaches mm-hmm. or just really trying to make a difference in the world. And sometimes those people, because they, they want to give and help so mm-hmm. much, they forget about how to monetize right. their gifts. Mm. Right. And I have to go in and remind mm-hmm. them that you are worth, mm-hmm. like, this is the most important thing in people's right. lives. It's mm-hmm. worth the most money, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because I'm so creative, I found that I couldn't just do, so I dabbled in just doing the coaching for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I felt like part of my soul was missing. Mm-hmm. And that's where I get creative with how I market myself ah. by doing the singing and by doing the the, the creative raps and the, the poems and the writing for me, that's an important part. And to do mm-hmm. that with my clients, mm-hmm. to keep that creativity and mm-hmm. that fun involved in the process, because it can be very stressful and daunting to have mm-hmm. to kind of get to those limiting blocks mm-hmm. and beliefs that they don't want to talk about. Right. And that's really what's going to get them unstuck mm-hmm. to have their business be successful. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and of course, many small business owners and entrepreneurs think, well, we can't have fun. You know, it's, we have to be working and, Mm -hmm. and actually, you know, that's what many people, you know, we can't have fun. You know, you can't, you can't be laughing and do this and, and running your own business is a very serious business. You know, Mm -hmm. even if it's you or if you have employees, you know, all these various things. And I think we get caught up in being serious and thinking, well, that's, that's how we are professional. You know, we even to the point of sometimes how we dress, you know, we, we, you know, we're very buttoned up and, and, you know, and, 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 you know, women are you know wearing business suits and men are wearing suits and ties and, you know, all those various things. And, and you really just want to have on a pair of jeans and a t-shirt, you know, right. you can still look very professional, but it, you know, we, we do, we get so caught up in being Miss or Mr. Serious, that it, that we forget that you know we we should love what we're doing, and so shouldn't that mean that it's also fun? Right. Yeah. I mean, you you hit it like right on the mark, and and that's why even when I have my clients mm-hmm. take the discovery questionnaire, I ask them to tell me what their sense of humor is. Ah. And I will actually either. Uh, find content or develop my own content mm-hmm. and send them that, you know, through the coaching mm-hmm. and consulting mm-hmm. to kind of, especially if they're having a hard week right. or just to motivate them and inspire mm-hmm. them and say, this process is fun. Mm-hmm. It's not super serious, but mm-hmm. I want you to also see your value in your work right. and understand that you can make money too. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest, I think, limiting belief is people honestly don't believe they can make money doing what mm-hmm. they love to do. Right. Right. You know, I actually had somebody tell me that one time when they asked me if I would speak to their group because then I said, okay, my fee is. Right. And I got silence and they said, well, but you love what you do. Why do you want paid? I said, I also love my house too. And my mortgage people need to be paid. <laughs> right. Right. That, that's a, that's such an excellent point. I actually had, a, uh, I turned down uh, an offer recently because it was a great business mm-hmm. concept. It was a startup, mm-hmm. but they're like, oh, so we want you to do this. And I was like, oh, so you want me to do commission only? I was like, sorry, you know, this is my, my minimum monthly mm-hmm. retainer. Right. Uh, you know, just because I love what I do and I have mm-hmm. a passion, and I want to change the world. Mm-hmm. That's something I also discovered too. I used to have this mindset like, oh, I'm going to change the world. Mm-hmm. But I realized that that in itself can be dangerous too. Right. Like, oh, that's a scary we, thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. It puts so much pressure on ourselves mm-hmm. and it's unrealistic really. Right. You know, uh, you build your tribe like you were talking mm-hmm. about. You build your tribe. You mm-hmm. build authentic, real relationships and that those people then feel better about themselves and then mm-hmm. it all spreads organically. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what we wanted to talk about today is, you know, obviously all of this, and it, it all ties together, but you use video 
a lot on LinkedIn. And it's one of those things that is obviously there, but so many people don't even know that it exists. Um, and and you know, and then it comes back to the, you know, we, we can't have fun. So you end up being the talking head if you're doing the video and, and not having fun and, and all of those. So we really wanted to talk about how to create authentic video on LinkedIn. And, you know, so let's, let's kind of start with why should we even put video on LinkedIn? You know, because we're thinking, well, no, that's on Facebook. So why should we have it on LinkedIn? Right. People actually get to know you on a more personal level. It's almost like they feel like you're talking Mm -hmm. to them and they start to build a relationship with Mm -hmm. you. And in business, especially where trust is one of the things that people have the biggest problem with these days, they can tell if they watch you enough times Mm -hmm. that you're either full of crap or you're not. And if you're not, you know, that's someone Mm -hmm. that eventually, once they have a need that Mm -hmm. they would want to do business with. And so it's developing that personal relationship Mm -hmm. that sometimes words can't always portray because they get to see your face Mm -hmm. and your expressions. And it's like, they're sitting with you in person. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and I love that you mentioned that it's, you're talking to one person because when you're doing the uh, LinkedIn video, you are just talking to that one person who's viewing. Now it might be viewed by thousands of people, but it's just one person at a time. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going into it with intention, I think. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are always scared, like, where do I start or how do I be Mm -hmm. authentic? And it's like, Think about it if you were just having a conversation mm-hmm. with someone in person or mm-hmm. your best friend, mm-hmm. really. And people people make fun of me because they think they're like, "Oh, you're always so bubbly and you're all over the place and you're crazy." And and I'm like, "Well, talk to one of my really good friends. I'm actually right. really like that in person, mm-hmm. you know." Uh, so it just you know they see the video every day. So, but I've also kept things real when I was going through a really difficult time. Uh, when my business thinks, you know, we had a promise for investors and we mm-hmm. didn't get that. I also mm-hmm. talked realistically about mm-hmm. that because you can't just show all of the good moments right. and all of the highlights. That's mm-hmm. not realistic. And most mm-hmm. of the time people are scared to talk about those things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because we think, you know, that, that people will think, oh, you know, they're not smart enough. They're not good enough. They're a failure, you know, right. and, and so we, we hide those things. And, and, but as you said, it makes us human because all of us fail. All of us have bad days, bad ideas, bad whatevers. Right. And it comes back to what you were saying about trust. You know, right. if, if it is somebody who is perfect, well, I don't want to work with them because I'm not perfect. <laughs> it's not relatable. Right. And it also shows that when you can go, if you, if this is why I kind of recommend a coach sometimes because mm-hmm. You know, if you are working for an organization, you do have to be careful. You don't want to just be spilling all the beans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've, you have to be tactful about right. it. And that's where I think mm-hmm. on Facebook, people get a little overboard about oh, going yeah, into details. Oh, yeah, a little TMI, TMI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a way to, you know, sometimes, sometimes a general rule we have is like get through, through mm-hmm. the wave and then right. go back and talk about mm-hmm. it. And it shows resilience though. And it shows mm-hmm. that you can go through something and this, and then you can go back and give people advice mm-hmm. on actually how to get out of it or how right. to pivot or how mm-hmm. to change because that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So how do we get started with video? Because people are thinking, oh, do I have to have special equipment? Do I have to have special backdrops? Um, and it's funny because I'm always experimenting with things, you know, there might be other programs where I'm going to have a backdrop, different lighting, all sorts of stuff. But one of the things people always ask me is, isn't it expensive? Don't you have to have a really expensive camera, you know, and and all of those things? (laughs) I like how you said camera. 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 (laughs) And and the microphone. It's kind of out of the screen right now. You do have a a pretty badass microphone. I've got a big guy microphone, a big boy. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, Yeah. So this is where I like to keep things simple. And this is where I found with my clients, a lot of times when they come to me, they've read all this stuff. They've paid tons of money to go through all these programs and, Mm -hmm. and all that. And I'm like, let's just keep it simple in the beginning. If you have a good smartphone, either Mm -hmm. an iPhone or Samsung, I have a galaxy Mm -hmm. eight people ask me all the time. They're like, what kind of, you know, equipment Mm -hmm. do you use? And Mm -hmm. I've been using my Samsung galaxy eight for 
a mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. I have upgraded. I do have a tripod now. You mm-hmm. can get them on Amazon. It's a, it has a, a little ring, a, like a, a selfie ring oh, right. and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But keep it simple. And really, especially with LinkedIn, they want to see eye contact in right. the camera. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, before you even get to that part, people are like, where do I start with content? Mm-hmm. And I say, just tell your story. Right. Just tell a little bit about yourself. Mm-hmm why you decided to get into the career or Mm -hmm. the business that you're doing and just kind of tell people you want to start having them come along on the journey right? and start answering some questions about the industry that Mm -hmm. you've seen challenges in. Mm -hmm. And that's basically where you start. You start with your story and you keep it simple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and for me, and maybe this is because I'm so social, right? You know, I'm, I'm like really shy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's hard for me when I don't have someone there. So like you and I, I'm talking to you. So if I'm just recording right. it and there's nobody there, I, I, I think I lose some of my animation. Now, there are people who would say that's a good thing. Um, but it is hard for me when I'm just talking to nothing. Ah, interesting. I always smile right mm-hmm. before I start. First of all, smiling, even if it's a, a fake smile, mm-hmm. creates natural endorphins. Right. We all know that. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of gets you in that mood. Mm-hmm. Or even if you're not going to sing or dance, you know, I sing and stuff in mine, mm-hmm. listen to some music to get you okay. in a good mood. Okay. And just get your energy kind mm-hmm. of going. Because mm-hmm. I found that even when I go to do a video and I wasn't doing a rap or singing, but I was listening to music mm-hmm. before, it helped keep my energy up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot. We need okay. a little example of singing or rapping. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to do that. I know. Uh, I mean, you know, and, and uh, I didn't even tell you that, you know, so yeah, I really did just, okay, we need, we need to hear something. It's Whoops. so funny. So usually I type them out. So I get inspired and then I write them mm-hmm. and then I type them out and I mm-hmm. usually have it in front of me. But for the first time I actually did it at an event. So I did have to memorize one. So I'll give you, I'll give you a little okay. bit. It's about stress. Okay, here we go. As I'm taking a bath, that's when I write my raps. I'd rather relax, but God ain't having that. When I get inspired, I've got to listen. Doesn't matter if I'm tired or in the kitchen. Today, we're going to have some extra fun. When I say stress, you say run. Stress. Run. Stress. Run. So everybody, are you ready to sing? We're going to talk about how being selfish can be a good thing. When I say stress, you say run. Stress. Run. Stress. Run. Because the Lord is calling us to have more fun. So there's more to that one, but. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. So cool. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, and it, it's funny because as you were doing that, you're giving a very good impression of what, uh, you know, of, of how it would be to work with you. Hmm. Um, you know, and, and so we know, okay, you're going to be fun to work with, but you also, in the, the context I, I know how we're going to be doing it. So, you know, obviously like we, we were going to be working on stress, um, right. you know, some things like that. So it wasn't just, you know, Hey, I'm going to do a top 40 song. You know, <laughs> it was, it really did pertain to what you were doing. Yeah. And then people will tell me they're like, I was, I had that song stuck in my head all day. And, and what it does though, is it, it gets them thinking like, right. okay, you know, I knew I do need to take time for self care. Mm-hmm. And the points that she made aren't true. I like at the end, I say, mm-hmm. Get a massage, say no more, set up boundaries. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Right. It, 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 it resonates with people mm-hmm. and sticks with them because I, I make it fun and mm-hmm. it makes it more approachable and it makes right. them really think like I've mm-hmm. got to get this into action. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and, and you're right. It does. It, it sticks with us because everybody always says, well, you know, you need to do this. You need to do this. And they're the talking head. <laughs> yeah. But when we have the rap song, now we might not get it right, <laughs> but it's, it's going to go through our heads again. Right. Right. Or at least if I guide them to, I like to provide resources or get them thinking mm-hmm. because here's the thing too, when I've, I've coached and I've had some really difficult people, I found that when I'm not getting through them, I, mm-hmm. I can't, I can only tell you so much. They mm-hmm. have to want to do it on their right. own. I can't, I'm not telling them what to do. I'm mm-hmm. a guide and I'm providing right. resources. Mm-hmm. And what I like to do is personalize those experiences for each individual because mm-hmm. what excites you and motivates you is totally different from right. the Larry down the street, mm-hmm. right. you know? And that's why you can't have a cookie cutter program in my opinion. <laughs> uh, right. It needs to be personalized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, we, we were talking that LinkedIn is, is so professional and we, we tend to think that it's so serious. Do you put your rap and your songs in your videos on LinkedIn? I do. I love it's it. And that's what part I'm of being for. authentic. It is. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing when I'm, like I said, with a friends or mm-hmm. people, I'll just start randomly singing and mm-hmm. anywhere or start dancing or mm-hmm. goofing around. And that's just part of my personality. Mm-hmm. And that's, I brought it into, and, and songs will just come into my head and mm-hmm. then they inspire me to mm-hmm. talk about a certain topic or sometimes right. it, it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. So my creative muse, essentially. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and clearly that's not everybody. Um, you know, there'd no. be no way I could do something like that. <laughs> um, and because I would get so focused on trying to do it right. You, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it just be, and, but, you know, and, and so it's, it's, as you're saying, we have to find what works for us. Right. Um, you know, some of the, the greatest videos that I've seen are people when they're outside, uh, yes, you know, and, and, those. and it's like, well, but you're a business person and you do this. How does it, but they're more relaxed. They're right. enjoying nature. They're hoping that the bird doesn't get them when it flies over and you know, all <laughs> these various things, but it is something that, you know, it, it, again, it's showing their personality. But I, I love that you bring that up because the bloopers to me are my favorite part. Oh yeah. And when I used to, when I had my mm-hmm. business and I had a team and I was mm-hmm. having like everyone edit for me, mm-hmm. uh, I would actually have them put the bloopers in the front. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, or sometimes I'll do a video. There's a video I have where my earring literally falls off in the middle of the video, Oops. Mm-hmm. but I leave it in there because it, it just, it gives it care. People laugh it, at it. You're human. I mean, yeah. You're, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not supposed to be so, did, was my message still good? Right. Did it make you laugh mm-hmm. a little bit? Great, you know? Mm-hmm. So leaving those imperfections of a bird poops on you, I mean, that's kind of funny. <laughs> if you're outside, you know, then that's that's what might happen. Yeah. You know, I, I bug get that. you, something. So, but, well, you know, and, and go ahead. Oh, I was to say, like you said, everyone has their thing. Like, I think mm-hmm. I had a call with someone once and they're like, I don't know what to do that's different. And I just started asking questions and he said he really liked games. I was like, well, why can't you create a little game out of your video or, mm-hmm. you know, be, you know, show people new games that they can play or how do you make a game at work mm-hmm. as far as being competitive, you know, mm-hmm. and make it fun. Mm-hmm. There's so many things you can do out of what you love doing mm-hmm. basically. Right. It's got to think outside the box. Yeah. You know, and it comes back to, as, as we were saying, you know, showing your personality. And right. I think, you know, if you have bloopers, if you, you know, whatever you do, you know, you don't have your lighting right, all these various things. Mm-hmm. People aren't watching, expecting an Oscar worthy performance. <laughs> you right. know, they're, they're watching to get to know you. Now that yeah. said, you know, it still has to be good audio. I mean, you know, there's the thing that mm-hmm. will forgive bad video, but if you can't hear it, you know, you, it, it's not any good. Right. Um, you know, you still have to look professional. You can't have, you know, something that's it's so incredibly distracting behind you that that's all they focus on. Right. You know, and, and, and it, so it, there, there is a level of, of skill that you have to do. And, and so it, it does come back to, you know, kind of thinking about it. Where are you going to be? And, um, you know, all those yeah. various things. Yeah. And I think that when you take the time to be intentional about Mm -hmm. it, or even sometimes when, even when you spontaneously do Mm -hmm. it, as long as you're intentional and you, you know, headphones are Mm -hmm. always good for the sound. I do recommend subtitles. I've been doing them so long without subtitles. Mm -hmm. Eventually maybe I'll I'll do them. Yeah. I don't do subtitles. (laughs) Uh, or captioning Mm -hmm. or whatever, but when I sing, it makes it like a little bit more difficult, Mm -hmm. but uh, they they do say the engagement rate is higher because a lot of people are listening without the sound. Mm-hmm. But I think that's part of the personality is hearing the mm-hmm. tone and the inflection in the voice right. as well. Right. So yeah, it's just that, like if you're watching closed caption TV. You yeah. know, even if it puts the little music notes there, you know, it's like <laughs> you're not hearing that they're singing. Right. The people that are really interested in you are going to read the entire post. They're going to mm-hmm. watch the video. They're not always going to watch the whole thing. Right. But those are going to be your potential clients, mm-hmm. really. And that's who you want to be working mm-hmm. with, someone that's going to actually pay attention, not mm-hmm. just watch you to watch you. <laughs> right. Yeah, and yeah, you can have some videos that are just kind of the, the funny ones. But it is, like we said, this is LinkedIn. You know, right. you should be 
trying to maybe not trying to sell something because it might be that it's a series of informational type of, of videos, right. um, you know, and, and some things like that. And so again, it, it is, it needs to be intentional, um, you know, and, and you mentioned it, you know, think like you're talking to that one other person. And are you going to say, well, you need to buy this product from me because it's the greatest thing in the world. Or are you going to say, Hey, you know, I saw this thing that was talking about the importance of, you know, how, how you're doing your marketing, um, you know, whatever it is, because that's where we build those relationships. And then they go, Oh yeah, I remember Tony talked about that and she's really cool. So I need to go back and, and work with her. Right, right. I think that's what people enjoy the most because I, I call it the velvet hammer. Mm-hmm. I actually, I really kind of get to the root or the core. So I'm able to deliver not the happiest news, right. but it still comes across as that it doesn't hurt their feelings right. or get them upset because of my delivery process mm-hmm. and, and how the entire program mm-hmm. is when working with me. And that's important. Right. Right. Well, and when you're working with people, you're getting down sometimes to, to, to really basics. And, and if you pussyfoot around it, they might not get it, you know? And and so it's, it's not that you're being, you know, you certainly can't be cruel or mean, but you know, with anything, you know, you know, I I work with people doing media training. And one of the things that, you know, that we always want to say is, you know, you're, you're not moving, you're not doing this. And, um, you know, and, and so you, you still have to tell them not to do that, but you don't want to say, Oh my God, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know you have to sit still? Yeah. 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 I mean, just, but sometimes delivery and that's, Part of the personal development part is people, I, I'm doing a series right now about feedback mm. and how there's a certain way to give feedback. But one of the most important parts about giving feedback is being open to receiving it first. Right. Mm-hmm. And along with my coaching, I'll usually say when we're having one of those moments is, you know, before I get into this, is there any feedback uh, that you could offer me about my coaching? Is there anything you'd like to see better? Is there any mm-hmm. clarification that you mm-hmm. need? Because I can always work on my delivery Mm -hmm. and it's not always perfect. And that also helps them to relax and they're not so Mm -hmm. guarded Mm -hmm. and defensive. They're not thinking you're going to pick on me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a team. I like to make Mm -hmm. it a team effort Mm -hmm. and they feel like I'm their partner versus like coach or consultant. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and as business people, you know, we're all told that we're to develop a product or a service that solves someone's pain. Mm. You know, and, and so we've got to find out what that is. And it really doesn't matter. You know, you're, you're, you know, delving deep into someone's psyche. I might be talking about how they're going to use Facebook to, to do posts. But, right. you know, again, we have to, to get in there and say, okay, now this is, you know, the, this, this, this is the way you've been doing it. We might want to rethink it, you know, some things like that. So, it's, you know, right. we're always wanting to do that. But I, I love asking them for feedback first. Mm, very good. I love that. Cool. Very nice. Let's talk a little bit more about equipment and, and things like that, because, you know, it, it is something, you know, we mentioned, you know, the, the big mic here. Let me move it back into the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people see this and they're like, oh my gosh, this is under a hundred bucks or a hundred on, on Amazon. And it's a big microphone. Um, clearly you don't have a, a, a microphone like that and, and your sound is perfect. So I don't know, maybe I just wanted something big. Um, <laughs> now I do have what we call a pop filter so that we're not getting the sounds, you know, when, when I pronounce things, um, right. I don't do headsets at all. Um, you know, and, and, and I always tell my guests, you shouldn't be relying on the speakers on your computer because mm, yes. we get some feedback. And so actually Correct. what I have, I have my little CIA earpiece here. Um, oh. you know, and, and so, and, and, you know, and, and I used to do headsets and, and I, I'll tell you what, it's purely because I don't like that they mess up my hair. Yeah, you know, that's that really is it. Um, well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I couldn't find my my darker pair, so it's driving yeah. me nuts that these uh-huh. are white and they yeah, stand out they can so be much. Seen. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and and you know, you just need to do what works. And mm-hmm. this, the funny thing is, of course, it's just in one ear. This ear is, you know, it can hear, and and so that's kind of weird to be able to, but. 
it's yeah. I mean, it was it was just a, a personal preference, and somebody suggested it. And I thought, oh, I'll try it, and and but yeah. So it's it's my little CIA earpiece. I um, love that. I think I'm gonna have to hook myself up with one of those. It's you know, I I like it. The one thing that I did discover since we're sharing tips and and secrets about uh, you know how to do all of this stuff, it it clamps onto the back of my shirt, and I won't unclamp oh. it because what'll happen is I'll unclamp everything and lose everything. Okay. Um, but it's it is it is actually designed for police. And so they would have it on their walkie-talkie. And so it's got what's known as a quick release. And so, you know, because they might, you know, they might not need to, to not be talking or, you know, things like that or paying attention to what's going on. And so what was happening with me is I turned my head and it would come disconnected. So, you know, I had to use the handy dandy scotch tape and, you know, fix it <laughs> so that it doesn't have that anymore. Um, but, and then it plugs straight Did you straight get that on the- Amazon? It did. Yep. Got it on Amazon. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm it, an so Amazon So what's it girl. called? Me too. Um, you know, I have to look, but it's, it's like tactical earpiece or something like that. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it really is. For I'm taking for, a note. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I like it because it fits right in your ear. You don't realize that you've got it on unless you see that, you know, the funny little cable here. Um, right. But it's, it's got really good sound um, mm. and it plugs right into the microphone, um, you know, nice. and, and so that eliminates some of the feedback. Um, I you know, I, I do have a separate camera, but it's just one of the Logitech cameras. Um, I have it on a tripod because I have big monitors. And so if it was at the top of my monitor, we'd be doing this. And, you know, and, and so I just, I have it so that I'm staring almost straight at it so that, that that's a right. little bit better. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and this microphone actually came with a desktop stand. And the first time I used it, I waved my arms and knocked it over. Um, and the second time I used it, I just barely tapped my desk and it sounded like an explosion. So I have the swing arm that, you know, that is what is what I use. But, you know, it, 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 I do this several times a week. And so I do need a little bit different equipment. Right. All of my equipment. It doesn't even add up to nearly five hundred dollars, um, right? You know, and, and so, but yeah, so many people do have a phone that is more than adequate, or you know, they've got a laptop that's got a, a camera built in. The only thing I suggest is to have some type of separate ear, you know, headphones. I agree with that. Well, and like I said, it depends on if you are a solopreneur mm-hmm. or you know, you're entrepreneur, you're just starting out. Mm-hmm or maybe you're a small business, the small businesses, I do recommend that they have something that's for the company, not just Mm -hmm. the, the individual, because you don't want it all, everything stored on the individual's Mm -hmm. phone. You want it to be, you know, company. Mm -hmm. So invest, you know, it's very, very inexpensive to just get the starting stuff to get it off the ground. Yeah. And, and I, I get all my stuff on Amazon too. So I got my little tripod with the, the selfie light on there mm-hmm. and it works just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, right. uh, for me, I'm more about consistency and because people are used to me being everywhere and, you know, so my brand's mm-hmm. a little bit different, right. but the important thing about a business too, is not to have that stale background with the business suit right. because no one's, I mean, really going to mm-hmm. pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. So being versatile and that's where you maybe hire someone or you have your marketing person help you to put together a content strategy. So you say, okay, we'll do these videos here, but then maybe we're going to shoot some outside or maybe we'll do them with this background. So kind of changing it up. Now, a lot of people like to keep the same background. Mm -hmm. I, again, think that's boring uh, for video. Mm -hmm. I like to see the people outside Mm -hmm. and I think it shows versatility and it it does help them to relax. Mm -hmm. Right. But as far as equipment, I, I definitely agree with the sound and making sure that you're looking into the camera mm-hmm. or your phone camera. Because a lot of people will hold their – you look at a lot of my old videos. I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm looking to the camera and I wasn't. Right. And so mm-hmm. that's something that's really important. They want to see your eye mm-hmm. contact in the, in the camera. Mm-hmm. Right. But, uh, as far as editing goes, I, I used to you – can, you can – hire an editor, or if you really want to get professional stuff done, there's a, a company called Shusta that I mm-hmm. highly recommend mm-hmm. and they can do everything. They'll send you the actual camera and the equipment and wow. they coach you on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, also Camtasia yep. is a very, That's what easy, I use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very easy, user-friendly. Mm-hmm. And I've tried so many and I get mm-hmm. frustrated because I don't want to deal with that. Right. But Camtasia and then Magisto is another one, magisto.com mm-hmm. for editing. Right. But just keep it simple. Yeah. Well, yeah, because again, people aren't expecting 
they they expect quality, but not, you know, not something where, where it's obvious that you spent $10,000 doing it. Um, you know, now there might be a need in your business for that type of video. Um, you know, it might be a sales video or, or something like that, but, um, but yeah, when you're just doing this type of thing, it's perfectly fine for it to be, you know, a, a little less polished. I agree. I agree. So there's different, like you're saying, there's different types of marketing materials that, you know, a promotional video an informational video, mm-hmm. something that's going to sit on your website. You mm-hmm. might, might want to look a little bit more polished. That's when you might want to bring in someone to edit it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, also if you're going to write a script, I recommend that you write the script you practice it, but you try not to read the script. Yes. Don't be going, yeah. do, 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 right? Because no. your eyes, you know, if, if not your head, your eyes are at least going to follow it. Yeah. Yeah. And also you need to trust and believe in yourself that you mm-hmm. are an expert in what you're talking mm-hmm. about. And, you know, no right. one's going to, mm-hmm. they don't want to hire someone that's, mm-hmm. you have to read what the law right. is. Well, and you're a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. so. Right. Yeah. Now I read my guests' bios at the start right. of every program. And you know, some of them are like two sentences and then some of them are longer, but I I'm not going to memorize it. And so right. I have to read it to make sure that it's correct. Um but right. what I do is it's whoa, I almost had major disaster. That's another thing. If you have things sitting on your desk, <laughs> watch when you're talking with your hands. Um this could we could have had a really sticky mess there. Oh but, no. So uh, when I'm reading it, it's I, it's actually right in front of me. So I'm not looking right. up here to read it or over there or anything like that. And then I hide it, you know, so that then I'm looking again at you. Right. There's actually a way too. So I'm uh, taking acting classes to kind Ooh. of work on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it's actually really good for personal development. Mm-hmm. I needed something that was more creative. Right. And uh, because I want to develop this skill mm-hmm. more. And my goal is to, to be doing commercials or be a spokesperson ah. for a wellness brand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they teach you how to, to look at the, to read off ah. of right. the paper. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that you mm-hmm. can maybe practice in the beginning too, or maybe mm-hmm. take an acting class or mm-hmm. go to Toastmasters. Uh, if you're afraid of speaking publicly, right. it's, it's good to get involved and get mm-hmm. feedback from other people. Right. And, mm-hmm. and we're not going to be perfect to start with. I look back at, at some, I'm like, oh, that's embarrassing. Um, right. You know, and, and, and I leave them there, you know, because it's, you know, it's, it shows how we're going through. And, and, and there are things that happen. I mean, you know, you almost knock your lemonade over, phones ring, all these various things. But, you know, it's, but that is, again, that's, that's part of who we are, um, right. you know. And, and, and now clearly there are things that, that we also need to watch, like your tone of voice. Do you say, you know, a lot? Mm, yeah. Uh, do you, do you, um, a lot? You know, that's I just one of the did things. a video about that. Actually. Mm-hmm. I used to do the, um, a lot. I'm mm-hmm. still working on the likes and the, you knows, mm-hmm. but once I told people that if you watch yourself enough and you practice the pause, people are so uncomfortable in that right. space of silence but it actually is really impactful for mm-hmm. your content as well. If you pause versus filling it in with an um right. or a you know or mm-hmm. a you like, great advice. Yeah, you know it's it's funny, you know. See, uh, and <laughs> and then of course once I start thinking about it, I get very self conscious about it. But yes. it's it's just how I talk. So. But I, I was I was uh, a guest on someone's program one time, and and it was a short thing, like maybe twenty minutes. She mentioned that she spends many hours editing, and I'm like, holy schmoly! Yeah. She edits out every um, every you know, all of those things. And when I listened to it, now granted, I was listening to myself. It sounded so stilted that it was uncomfortable for me uh, to, to listen to it because it was awkward because yeah. we have those things where we go, mm, and, uh, you know, and uh, it, th- that's just part of our conversation. Right. Right. That's interesting that, yeah, that seems almost counterproductive. Mm-hmm. You, you might as well at least practice on removing it versus, uh, but like you're saying, it, it's a natural part too. You're mm-hmm. not going to completely remove them all. Right. And, and it, it's, most of us talk like that. That's mm-hmm. normal. It would sound weird if we didn't. And, and if you're thinking about it too much, then you start to sound yeah. weird. <laughs> and the funny thing is you don't realize that you do it so much until you're watching and you're like, oh, 
I didn't know that I said that so many times or, or moved, you know, there's, there's so many people that move or, you know, all all sorts of things. You don't realize that you do that till you watch the video. And so I want to, one of the things I really want to encourage folks is don't let that discourage you. Again, that's just part of doing this and you will get better with it. And some of it just is always there. Yeah. A lot of people tell me that they're, they're uncomfortable watching themselves on Mm -hmm. camera And this is a little, I guess, a personal development or self-development practice that I would recommend. So I'm sure you've heard of affirmations. Mm -hmm. Okay. One of my clients, actually, she teaches mindfulness and she's Mm. been talking about affirmations. Ah. And when I've gone to a couple of her talks, I'll tell people, practice looking into the mirror and telling yourself that you, I love you. Mm -hmm. And I, I tell people... I caution you because this is going to be more difficult than you think right. it is. If you look in the mirror and you say, I love you. So you know, I, the first no time giggles. I did it, no, no, giggles. I started crying. I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, why can't I, you know, it, it's because we really do have to love ourselves and appreciate ourselves before we can go out there and just, and just be ourselves. Right. I mean, and people can see that they can mm-hmm. see that through the video and, mm-hmm. And if you're comfortable with who you are, then that's what makes people right. comfortable being around you. Right. You know, and, and it is, it, it's funny when I watch videos of people, sometimes I'm thinking, Ooh, do they not know what they look like? Well, of course they do. But you know, <laughs> if they were trying, they're not, part of it was I'm probably not who they're trying to reach. Mm. And it, but sometimes it is distracting because I get, right. and, and maybe it's because I do this because I do get caught up in watching them and, and those things. And, and so, it, you know, some, and there, you know, it's kind of like the thing, maybe I should see if I could give them a little feedback that, you know, don't, don't be doing it as a selfie. Cause we really don't need to look up your nose the whole time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, or, you know, the, my favorites are the women who hold it high and then we have bosom and but, I'm like, yeah, no, no, that's not what we're selling either. Um, yeah. Or, and it's funny because men definitely seem to be more stilted when they, they, because they're, you know, we have to be serious type of, of thing. So it's, yeah. it's interesting, but it's, you know, get feedback from other people, you know, ask them. And, and so maybe don't put your very first ones on LinkedIn, but practice a couple times, have people you work with and, and you know, that will give you good feedback, have them right. look at it and, and tell you. Right. I, I completely agree. And getting feedback and being comfortable with receiving mm-hmm. that feedback and not taking it personally. Right is very important. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting that you bring that up about the women because uh, it's interesting because you, you, it's a very careful line that you, you want to mm-hmm. be yourself. Mm-hmm. And we, we seem to have more. I, I just did a post for uh, International Women's Day about mm-hmm. how business would be boring without women. Right. Because we oh, really yeah. kind of do. We bring the spark. Mm-hmm. But then I think men take this the wrong way. Like we're trying to be sexy or flirty or, but it's like, no, just because we're comfortable being ourselves more so than men sometimes doesn't mean it should be taken in a, in a sexual way. And I, when I start and I, I observe the comments that are being made on my posts and I, and I say, okay, maybe I'm coming across a certain way that I don't mean to be coming across. It's very important to pay attention to that because we don't want to be, I mean, I personally don't want to be using my sexuality or appearances right. to be right. getting business. We're not attention. selling that. <laughs> no. And not, actually, I want to make a really good point. Not paying attention, especially in the beginning, you're, you're automatically going to want to say, how many views am I getting? How many mm-hmm. likes am I getting? Right. How many comments? Mm-hmm. Provide value. Mm-hmm. That is the most important thing. If, if you figure out who your avatar is mm-hmm. or who your target audience is, and every time you go to create a video, say, am I providing this person value? Right. They can walk away and they, I've made them think or they want to take mm-hmm. action because of my content. Mm-hmm. That's the most important mm-hmm. thing because right. the algorithm will continue to change. Mm-hmm. I had a video that got maybe like 70 views the other day. And then some of them get like 7,000 views. Right. So you can't, you just have to be consistent mm-hmm. the key. Right. And that's well, and why sometimes you might have one that's seen by one and it's the right person that's like, right. they needed to see that right then. Yeah. People get so fixated. I'm like, if you really provide good, valuable content, mm-hmm. then, and you're very intentional with your content strategy, mm-hmm. 
then you will attract mm-hmm. the, the ideal customer. Right. And knowing who that is, is so important. Mm-hmm. Most people don't say, they go, I want to help everyone. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> everyone is not your client. No. Who's, who's your ideal client? So, so see, I always have to stop and think about it. I work with senior level executives on how to best use LinkedIn as a professional tool to, for themselves, for, for their own personal branding. Right. That's beautiful. And I work with thought leaders that are in the wellness space and personal and professional mm-hmm. development, but mostly thought leaders and people that are out there with innovative ideas or uh, services that are mm-hmm. out there, like really transforming people's mm-hmm. lives that people think are new, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. I mean, like alternative healthcare solutions and organic and right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those I mean, predate yeah. everything. <laughs> I love how everyone thinks it's new, but it's not, no. but no. just bring to the awareness that these, this is the way that we, sh- mm-hmm. I-, I believe that we should be eating mm-hmm. and practicing healthcare because it's so much better for your body and for your mind right. without mm-hmm. the chemicals and the drugs. Right. If you don't have to use mm-hmm. those. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, and, and when you know who that is, and I've talked about this before on other programs, and then I mentioned it a little bit ago that I'm uncomfortable just talking to nothingness, have yeah. a picture of that person or something that represents them so that you're talking to them, um, you know, and, and, you know, so if you're dealing, you know, if, yes. if your target market is, you know, women over 55 years old, then have a picture of somebody like that, that you're talking to. Yes. It's interesting that you bring that up. So I took a, a, a course called Influence Academy, which I do highly mm-hmm. recommend. Mm-hmm. And she actually tells you to create a picture of your avatar, mm-hmm. put their name, their title, right. and literally say, are you, mm-hmm. are you providing this person mm-hmm. value right now? Right. And give, give them a name. Mine, mm-hmm. Mine's Carmela. That's her name. It seems like you'd have a Carmela. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's actually my nonna, my grandma's name. Aww. And I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. So, um, but she's, she's full of life, but my, my target, you know, age mm-hmm. is 45, but it's getting into more, more than just the demographics. It's like, what do they do right. after work? Mm-hmm. What do they read? Mm-hmm. What kind of people are they following? Mm-hmm. Books are they reading? Movies right. are they watching? Right. right. It's not just the, how old are they? Mm-hmm. Are they married? Are they single? Mm-hmm. Where right. do they live? Yeah. It's, yeah. Because you in, you know, with, with, with what you do, they have to be open to alternative yes. methods and, and alternative yes. healings. And because, you know, that, that is a big part of it is, if they're not, whether well, you know, you're just talking to to a brick wall, right? Um, you know, and and so you know, it's it's finding out a little bit about that, and then using your message, your video, to to get that across to people. Um, you know, because right. it's okay, and I tell people this all the time. And of course, for small business owners, they're like, no, it's okay to turn people away. You know, yes. if they're if they're not a good fit, you you're not going to give a hundred percent. They're going to know it. So is it better that they go somewhere where they are going to get a hundred percent? Right. And that's why having a qualifier. So having qualifying questions, I do the discovery questionnaire Mm -hmm. is so important because I can tell usually before I even speak with them, if this is going to be an ideal client Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. and I have let people go even after maybe one, one month or a couple Mm -hmm. sessions, because this, I'm like, this isn't a good fit. You're not doing the work. Mm -hmm. And it's a waste of both of our mm-hmm. time. So, mm-hmm. and a waste of money. Right. Oh, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And, and that's, it's, it's a funny thing because you're, you're turning money away, right. but it, you know, it has to be that good fit. I mean, you know, we all could work with whoever and make however much, but it comes back to like we were saying at the very start, it needs to be fun. It needs to be enjoyable. And if you're thinking, I have to work with that client again. Now, <laughs> are there going to be days like that? Sure. You know, right. and, and, you know, I, I tell people there's always, you know, the, we, there are times where we're going to think ah, it's Monday. <laughs> I have to get up and work. It's Monday. Now, of course, you know, it, what we do, it's 24 seven, right? But, yeah. But yeah. You know, it's when, if you're continually doing that, then maybe they need to talk to you and say, oh my gosh, Tony, why am I feeling like this? What do I need to do? And that, that, um, you know, is, is one of those things, you know, because as we grow, things change, you know, when you were at the very start telling about who, you know, how you got to where you were, I was thinking, 
oh, so I'd have to know what I want to be when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think that's the cool thing though. And that's why I call it transformational coaching is or consulting because people come to me Mm -hmm. for one reason. And because I'm very honest and I say, this is my process. Mm -hmm. We're going to start off with your personal development Mm -hmm. first. If you don't like it, then I'm probably not the best fit for you. More than happy to refer you to someone Mm -hmm. else. And what I do with them is something called the why worksheet and Mm -hmm. Simon Sinek has his video. I Mm -hmm. I have my clients watch the video. There's a seven minute version. Mm -hmm. And then I created my own why worksheet and I say, there's no instructions on how to do this. I want Mm -hmm. you to just fill this out how you feel Mm -hmm. currently. And then our first session, we go through that why worksheet together. And this is, keep in mind, with people that are, are very, you know, already self-aware, they're, right. you know, practicing so they're mindfulness. Open to, mm-hmm. Yes. And when I go, the, and some, I mean, some of them aren't, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I go through this with them and I say, okay, this is what you wrote. Keep in mind, nothing that you wrote is wrong. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have you look at this from this perspective. Mm-hmm. And usually nine times out of 10, they're like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And they have these huge breakthrough moments and these huge paradigm shifts. And Mm -hmm. what they originally came to me for Mm -hmm. completely shifts Mm -hmm. and changes. And we end up going through a different direction. I say, if you're open to it, why don't we work on this for a couple Mm -hmm. weeks before we even get into the business stuff? Right. Because if you can't get peace in this area, Mm -hmm. then it's, I, like I said in my quote, Mm -hmm. you're going to continue to get chaos Mm -hmm. and confusion in your business right. and no one wants to mm-hmm. work with someone or buy a product mm-hmm. or service like that. Right. You know, and we've all worked with people and know people who are like that, mm-hmm. where you know that they're not working for the right reasons, you right. know, they're, and, and, and there's, you know, a variety of, of reasons why that's happening. And, and then of course the problem is they feel stuck, you know, mm-hmm. well, we have to do this. Right. You know, it's, it's always a choice. It is. I love that. That's a great mindset to have. Uh, I think a lot of the times because we are programmed. So by the age of 35, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about 95% of everything that we do is programmed in our subconscious. Mm -hmm. And either you can, once that's brought to your awareness, you can choose to keep replaying Mm -hmm. the tape over and over Mm -hmm. again, or you can choose to to pick a different path. Mm And that path, there's going to be lots of resistance because you're literally, I tell my clients, you're literally changing your physiology, basically your body, mm-hmm. your, your, your DNA, your mind, the way your brain thinks, how it's wired. It's all changing because mm-hmm. you're breaking a pattern, right? literally. Mm-hmm. And I go, it's I can kind of like tools. if you're right-handed and all of a sudden you have to be left-handed. Yes. But and, that, and that's possible mm-hmm. because, I mean, you see all these people with that have, you know, these crazy stories where they're, mm-hmm. they're missing, you know, limbs or right. they've had, you know, even alley. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they just figure it out, you mm-hmm. know, and I think it's amazing. The mind and the body is capable mm-hmm. of anything if right. you believe in that. Mm-hmm. And if you take put the effort mm-hmm. towards that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, back to LinkedIn video. We didn't talk about LinkedIn live video. And it's funny because I don't have that option yet. I don't have it yet either. Which and, is- <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, but, but it is something that is, is coming and you can, you can request it and I request yes. it and I get shuffled off into nowhere. But yeah. I think at some point, I think it is going to be something that, that they do because LinkedIn does tend to do a lot of things that Facebook does and Facebook live videos really go over pretty well, but I like that LinkedIn is rolling it out much more slowly. Um, you know, and, and I mean, in essence, it's just going to be exactly like it sounds. You're going to be doing a live video as opposed to recording it and, and editing it and which is a totally different skill set. I mean, you know, if I know I can edit out a big flub, that's really different than if I'm really doing it live. Right. Well, and I think a suggestion there would be a lot of people are doing interviews mm-hmm. And when you're having a conversation with someone, right. it's a little bit easier and it flows mm-hmm. and then people can engage and ask mm-hmm. questions. Uh, you know, I used to do a lot of Facebook lives mm-hmm. and like you're saying, it requires a completely different skill set. So if that's mm-hmm. something that you're not comfortable, I definitely right. wouldn't start there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, you do have to request to be on there mm-hmm. and I, I haven't gotten it, which is, you know, 
Yeah, I have no, and, and the people who have it, I look at them and I'm like, okay, well, these aren't people who are big influencers. And so I don't know. It's just yeah. a random thing. It's very random. I remember when I first got LinkedIn video, I, I did my, I was like, I just got LinkedIn video. I was at the airport. I was like, I had to do it. And, and just telling people that you're new to you. I had my client uh, for her first video on LinkedIn. She said, this is my first LinkedIn video, mm-hmm. you know, and right. just, you know, being honest and real, keeping it real with people. Well, and, you know, we, we kind of touched on this, but I want to emphasize too, you don't have to do them all sitting at your desk. You know, <laughs> depending on what you do, you can be out and about. You know, I might want to do a, a quick little video before I go into a networking event or, you know, anything and everything. I mean, it's just, and is we're and we're not talking about recording something that's hours long or even minutes long. I mean, it could just right. be, oh my gosh, I am so excited to be here at this chamber event. We're going to be hearing whoever speaker, and I'll tell you more about it later. And that's right. it. Well, I give a general guideline, and I actually have a a five step video <laughs> worksheet if cool. people are interested. Mm-hmm. Just makes it really simple, and it's one get their attention and in like state the problem. Mm -hmm. And I like to do three, three points. So one, two, three, these are my three pointers for you. And then a call to action and maybe just a little testimony or story Mm -hmm. as to why, you know, the problem that you're solving Mm -hmm. works basically. So keeping it simple. And as Mm -hmm. far as coming up with ideas, I keep a little, I tell my clients, keep a little notepad on your Mm -hmm. phone. Anything can become Mm -hmm. a video topic, a problem with a client. You know, when you're out and about, you're observing things, just always write things down. And I, I literally have hundreds of ideas right. stored in my Because phone. later on, you're going to go, oh my God, I had that great idea. And what was it? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So just keep it on your phone so you mm-hmm. can just write your ideas down. And like I said, anything can become mm-hmm. a video topic. Right. And it's funny, that was one of the things that we were going to talk about was the people who go, I don't know what to talk about. You do, because you get questions. You know, just yeah. think about the things that people ask you, you know, who's your target audience? That's a great mm-hmm. thing, you know, so you can say, hey, these are the people I like to work with. If that's you, that's great. If not, you know, that's, right. that's perfect. You know, all these various things. Right. So, oh my gosh, Tony, we are almost at the top of the hour. This has been so much fun. Can't wait to do it again. But tell us a little bit more about what it is to, to, to work with you and what services do you provide? Yeah, thank you. So mostly when people are either starting and they need help with their brand messaging. Mm-hmm. So I can really help them clearly define what their value proposition is. Okay with their mission, their mm-hmm. vision statement, their core values, mm-hmm. and how to articulate who they are and what mm-hmm. they do and who they do it for mm-hmm. in an elevator pitch. Right. That's the main thing. Or mm-hmm. if they're going through a rebrand. Mm-hmm. So if they're trying to refresh their brand, mm-hmm. that is something that I really focus on with people. Okay. The second thing is video strategy and ideation. Mm-hmm. So if you need ideas, if you can't think of ideas, mm-hmm. I have of them. And I'm very creative and helpful when it comes to the ideation part. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, the third service is spokesperson or brand ambassador. So if okay. you don't want to get on video, you're not comfortable with that. If I believe in your brand, mm-hmm. then I can help you mm-hmm. with creating video for you. Right. And you're an influencer. We've talked about that before. And, and a little yeah. bit, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, but you're comfortable doing it. So that yes. that's part to me of you know why someone and is an influencer is they're comfortable and as you mentioned it the product you believe in so this yes. is not you're going to be hawking whatever no. it's something that that you believe in I've lived through it I've gone through it and I posted this uh, yesterday on a post that said you don't have to go to Bali to experience transformation mm-hmm. and I said if you if you're interested in chatting you know you're bring ready to bring your wellness program or retreat to mm-hmm. life, let's talk because mm-hmm. what I've found is especially in this industry, if a marketing company or branding company mm-hmm. hasn't gone through experience, they don't get it and they do right. not know how to market it. No. Yeah. I've been through it. I've worked with these types of people. Mm-hmm. I've experienced it firsthand. Mm-hmm. I, I talk the I talk the talk and I've mm-hmm. walked the walk and I still do. It's very important to me. Great. And you can provide all of these services online, in person? I do both. Okay. Uh, obviously, if I need to shoot video, I mean, I can I can rent a studio, but right. I can come on mm-hmm. site if needed. Mm-hmm. And I've been hired to go places. I can come in person. 
I can do it online. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can do it. I've got clients all over the country. Mm -hmm. So where do they find more information and how do they connect with you? Yeah, Uh, LinkedIn. So Tony Bub, it's Mm T-O-N-I-B-U-B-B. And then I have a website. It's very simple, tonybub.com. And yeah, and they can just reach out to me there. Perfect. I love it. Well, we've only got a couple minutes left. So what final words would you like to leave everyone with? Yeah. If you have an idea, if you know that what you're doing right now isn't what you're supposed to be doing, or if you love what you're doing, but you can't figure out how to do it, take some time to really figure out who you are Mm -hmm. and allow yourself to be in that moment without taking the action. And I'd like to leave them with the aha. And I got this from my healer. A lot of times we have these aha moments and the aha means awareness, healing, and action. Oh, I love it. A lot of people skip over the healing. And my main recommendation would be is to take time in the healing before you take the action. And I guarantee the success that you take will become becoming from your heart and your soul and it will last and you will truly make a difference in other people's lives. Perfect. I love it. Well, Tony, I can't wait to talk again. This has been so uh, much fun. And we didn't really delve into a lot of, of what you do. Um, you know, so when we're not talking LinkedIn specific, it'll, it'll be fun to have a, a different conversation. But yeah. until then, I'm Deb Creer. I've been talking with the fabulous Tony Bub. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Bye, everyone. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.